0: Everybody and Welcome back to another episode of Outcut with Keithy here on the North South Connection Podcast Network. I am your host, Keithy Langston, and you are joining me today for episode number eight. And I am ex- very excited to have my special guest co-host on this week. Uh, he is somebody that I have grown to love and love very fondly in that case. Uh, he is, of course... Heard everywhere, and I will make the proper introduction once he comes in. But I would like to say that uh, if you ever hang out with him long enough, you will start to believe that he is a possessed marionette. And of course, I am talking about my friend James gruny Grunberg. So I want to just uh, buckle up, folks. It's going to be a hell of a ride with him today. I want to bring in now my very special guest at this time, my guest co host for the week. He is the man, the myth, the legend, and the host of the Place to Be Nation, Wrestling Network's Nation Invasion, my friend and yours, James Gruney Gruenberg. James, Grooney, I'm going to call you Grooney from the rest of the show. How are you, my friend?
1: Man, I'm doing well. You know, I'm glad to have been, glad to be on this uh, podcast show with you. You know, it's like a show about nothing, but we do have categories, Keith.
0: It is a show about nothing, and I know that it is difficult to schedule with you because you are not only a phenomenal softball athlete, uh, much to the much to the dismay of Sid Justice slash Vicious, because he's I've heard he's gone 0 for five against you in in lifetime batting, but also you are one of the premier southwestern Connecticut's kickball uh, <laughs> members and i've heard that your kickball statistics are just out of this world
1: yeah they are you know i have um i have a couple in the park home runs uh you know and uh i have like 20 catches
0: man so uh you know i just like catch and i uh kick and i run you know and what do you and what positions do you i asked you this before but i want the uh, yep. listening audience to know what positions do you play in softball i play catcher you play cat <laughs> you sure do yep.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, yeah nice. yeah and do you know well, like do you, now does your team keep statistics i know my brother plays softball and his team keeps statistics so my brother pitches he's like he's like one of the greatest pitchers in softball history apparently mm-hmm. at least in his mind do you keep statistics like what's your batting average do you know uh, no
1: i don't i don't know that you know but i'm gonna say it's in like the I want to say it's in like the uh, 200 uh, range, you know, because like I don't play that. I mean, I, I still am on the team. that play a little bit, but, you know, my batting has gone down. I'm going to say I'm in like the 200 to uh, 300 section. Okay.
0: All right. You got any bombs this year so far or not yet?
1: No, no, you know, mostly just singles that I cannot turn into doubles. Oh,
0: there you go. Singles into doubles works, you know, anything, any chance to get on base. And everybody knows that getting on base, it's just like Moneyball. What does he do? He gets on base. But what else does he do? I don't care. He gets on base. So, good. I'm glad that you can get on base. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Well, what we're going to do today is we're going to have a lot of fun on this show. Uh, What I'd love (laughs) to do right now is I want to bring back a very classic uh, segment that we have here. And this is called the superstar sorting hat. Now, for those of you who have not heard this before, this is where I'm going to give Grooney 10 former professional wrestling stars who have performed in either the WWF or the WCW or both. And Grooney and I are going to try to figure out what houses of Hogwarts they would best fit into. And just so you know, I do have the information, so I'll present it to you now. But first, you might belong in Gryffindor, where dwell the brave at heart. Their daring nerve and chivalry set Gryffindors apart. You might belong in Hufflepuff, where they're just and loyal. Those patient Hufflepuffs are true and unafraid of toil. Or yet in wise old Ravenclaw, if you ready mind, where those of wit and learning will always find their kind. Or perhaps in Slytherin, you'll make your real friends. Those cunning folks use any means to achieve their dirty ends. And that is the uh, Sorting Hat song. And of course, uh, Gryffindor, the house uh, in Hogwarts, values courage. Bravery, Nerve, and Chivalry. Hufflepuff values hard work, patience, justice, and loyalty. Ravenclaw values intelligence, learning, wisdom, and wit. And Slytherin values ambition, cunning, leadership, and resourcefulness. Now, Mm -hmm. the last time that we did this, I actually threw a curveball at uh, Jenny from the Jenny position. And I told her, how about Cactus Jack? Then I said mankind. Then I said dude love, and then I threw her McFoley. And we figured <laughs> out that all four of them are in different houses. So yeah, I think, oh yeah, totally. I feel like I feel like Mick Foley had a lengthy conversation with J.K. Rowling when she started writing the books, and he said, you know, I think maybe I should be in this house, and this is where go <laughs> and, and mankind would go here, and then of course dude love would be in this house. So. It's mm-hmm. kind of fun to see who we go. So the first one off the bat I'm going to give you is the man called Sting. Where do you think Sting would automatically go? Oh, um, Hufflepuff. Oh, okay. So you think Sting values hard work, patience, justice, and loyalty? Y- yeah, yes. I'd say that. Sure, absolutely.
1: Because he was loyal to WCW till the end, and sure, he was God. loyal – He was loyal to not jump to the WWE WWE at the first couple of chances. You know, it took him a while. You know, eventually he gave in, but he was like, I don't need to. And, you know, I'm
0: going to be loyal to my roots and not go over there. Okay. All right. I can dig it. I can dig it, brother. Mm -hmm. Um, All right. What about the total package? Lex Luger. What do you think he would go? Slytherin. Oh, wow. You think so? Yeah, okay. yeah. Describe ambition, the, coming, the leadership entra- and resourcefulness. Okay.
1: Uh-huh. yeah, you know, like he his ambition was to uh, you know, become WCW heavyweight champion mm-hmm. all those times, you mm-hmm. know, and uh, you know, he's a gr- like he's a great asset to yeah. uh, you know, WCW as well.
0: Okay. All right. See, I knew this would be a good I knew this would be a good bit, mm-hmm. a good segment for you. I knew it would. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. how about the former World Wrestling Federation champion Yokozuna.
1: Ooh, that's a two wow. Um...
0: <laughs> <laughs> and don't and now remember, you can put a heel in Gryffindor. It's okay if you yeah, want no. to. You know, feel that you I'll can.
1: Take, no, no, I'll take uh, Yokozuna, Hufflepuff as well, you All know. Right. Okay. He's loyal and, uh, you know, he's very hard. He was very hard working as mm-hmm. well.
0: Yep. And he had patience, took his time mm. to defeat Hulk Hogan after WrestleMania 9. So, yes. Yeah. In loyalty, he hung with he hung with Mr. Fuji pretty much until Fuji left. And then uh-huh. uh, cool. really it wasn't until I think Jim Cornette screwed him over that he got out of Jim Cornette's way. So, all right. Yeah. Hufflepuff is good. I could see Hufflepuff. I could see him having a nice little conversation with Professor Sprout. Right. Yeah. Sure. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, now this is a, uh, I feel like this is going to be one that might tickle your fancy and just give you a chance. I believe he is a hero of yours and that is the Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gryffindor all the way. Okay. I figured as much. Uh, I would say if there's probably somebody that has courage, bravery, nerve, and chivalry, probably goldberg you goldberg know? Yep. yeah goldberg all the way all right mm. how about reza ramon and i'll also give you the uh scott hall as well so if you feel that now this is good because you could think scott hall nwo scott hall might go mm-hmm. into a different house than razor ramon what you know you what i'm gonna
1: go ravenclaw for razor ramon <laughs> okay very skilled and mm-hmm. uh Smart in in the ring the in in the ring with his uh, matches sure. you know he lays yep. it out
0: yep. to a T very intelligent his
1: matches mm-hmm. Scott Hall I'm gonna send to Slytherin yeah
0: I think the NWO goes to Slytherin right uh uh-huh. pretty yep. much yep. yeah okay with that being said how about his bestest friend in the whole wide world that is <laughs> Diesel <laughs> and I'll also give you <laughs> Kevin Nash. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Diesel, ooh, I want to. Wow, Diesel's sort of a tough one. Uh, you know what? I'll take, I'll take both in Slytherin. Actually, I think both
0: in. I think both
1: go. Yeah. To Slytherin. I was gonna
0: put Diesel
1: in in Ravenclaw, but he's not that smart as like no. his work is. You know, no. like as Razor Ramones was. You know, but
0: now both of them go to Slytherin. I think honestly, the two things that stand out for me for both Kevin Nash and Diesel is the leadership and resourcefulness. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know so much the ambition. I think that you could say something for cunningness and everything, but leadership. Absolutely. Was, was Diesel not the leader of the new generation? Absolutely. And he, I would think that he was the real leader of the NWO. I know, I know Hogan Mm -hmm. had his say, but I feel like Hogan was the, was the, the figurehead. It's almost like, Hogan is the king, and Diesel, or and Kevin Nash, rather, is the prime minister. So he's the one mm-hmm. running the show behind the scenes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, now, how about their best friend, the man who never left Vince's side, Shawn Michaels?
1: Ooh. Um...
0: I, think it's a, I think it's a coin toss, actually.
1: Yeah, no. know. You know what? I'm I gonna think, put him in yeah. put him in Hufflepuff.
0: All right, that's where I was gonna say is I think Hufflepuff or Slytherin. Uh yeah. but Hufflepuff, I think, because of his loyalty to Vince and never yep. loses. And when he comes back, he has he works hard. He really yeah. does. So. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh of course I cannot I can't mention Shawn Michaels without mentioning Hunter Hurst Helmsley, Triple H. Mm. Slytherin, <laughs> of course, he values ambition above all else. Slytherin, yes. Mm-hmm. I wonder if Triple H would think of himself as a Slytherin. I bet you he thinks he's probably a Gryffindor. You know, I mean,
1: yeah, but I mean, that's like you know, that's like Oren because he's a viper, basically. Mm-hmm. You know, but exactly. Hunter's sneaky, though. You know, like mm-hmm. I just always like Triple H was sneaky in his matches, and that's what sure. gives him like Slytherin. Even that babyface run that he had mm-hmm. in '02, which was kind of bad if you go back on it. it's like. He's not a
0: baby face. No, know? he probably also thinks that he's like a Ravenclaw because yeah. he's the game and he, you know, is very intelligent and has a lot of yeah. wit. And But no, he's I would say maybe Ravenclaw, probably Slytherin, just because he's at his best when he's being ambitious and deceitful and, and dirty tactics and things like that. So I think Slytherin all the way. Uh, yeah. Now, this this guy, I don't know mm. where you put him. But I'm talking Jen. about the rock. I know Jenny would put him out to pasture, but where do you put him? Gryffindor. All right. Okay. I can give I can see that, especially once he becomes like a full time face in two thousand. I think yeah, you got courage, bravery, nerve, chivalry. Yeah. You know, yeah. chivalry especially. Like he never fooled around with Lillian Garcia or uh what no. was the other? Was it Trish Stratus? Was that or was Trish? Yeah. I think yeah. Trish tried to come on to him, and he he stayed. He went no, 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 know your role, shut your mouth, and uh, also don't forget uh, who was it in uh, WrestleMania 14 that was um, the one that interviewed Jenny, him? Jenny,
1: um, Jenny Garth, I No, no, it was, Garth. The, it was
0: it was Jennifer Flowers. It was the one Jennifer that Flowers. yeah, it was the one that had the woman that had slept with Bill Clinton, and Vince yeah, was like, we're to have her right. on.
1: I almost said Jenny McCarthy at first. Yeah. I was like, "That's
0: not that's, it." That's that's three years earlier. <laughs> um, but, what uh, was I gonna say? Um,
1: I was gonna say something else. Um, yeah, like The Rock. Um, know, yeah, The Rock is brave. He was always brave, even know if he was gonna lose. You know, put on uh, brave matches against Stone Cold. Mm-hmm. He always like braved up against Triple H and uh, the corporate, mm-hmm. like you know the um the corporate ministry in the McMahon helmsley era. You know. He wasn't afraid just to speak his mind and beat everybody up. And then he told um, Terry, he was like, well, bubble your ass on out of here. <laughs> you bubble. like champagne bubbles? Well, bubble your ass on out of here.
0: <laughs> and last but not least, you, you said his name earlier, the one and only Stone Cold Steve Austin. Where do you think that dumb sum of bitch ends up? Oh, wow. Um ew. It's not really a house that's for drinking beer, stomping mud holes, you know. Put him in Slytherin. Oh, okay. Well,
1: he's brave, you know. His ambition was always to be the champion, you
0: know. Yeah, I mean, again, it's even though the books and the movies have kind of tainted the style of Slytherin, there are reasons why certain people went into. Not everybody in Slytherin was that bad, you know. I actually read something recently where. jk rowling wanted to create a, a hermione-like character who was mm-hmm. in slytherin house and yeah. she was going to kind of be almost like a spy for harry and hermione and ron and mm-hmm. uh it, but she would have been like hermione's counterpart like she would have been just as intelligent and just as resourceful and whatnot and i i thought that would have been kind of neat but they decided against it and If you know about the new play slash story that they created with the uh, what's it, the the, HBO, the Max, the Max, yeah, but what's the what's the what was the the play that came out? The first child, yeah, Yeah. it's they're in Slytherin, so it's like they're all, yeah, they both kids are in Slytherin, I believe, so that's kind of cool that uh, you know, they're trying to turn Slytherin around to let people know that it's not always a a bad house, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, that was uh, that was superstar sorting hat. What'd you think about that? So far, wow. we put twenty people in Hogwarts. I think we're gonna have a hell of a school here.
1: It was, it was, uh, it was fun, you know. Um, and like, um, you know, from what I've learned, um, it's like twenty people go in. There's only, like, 20 students in each year between the four houses. Oh, it's really? It's, like, five times – apparently, it looks like it's five times four, you know? Mm. In the books, it's, like, five times four, you know? It's, like, always it's Seamus, Dean, Neville, Rod, and Harry, you know? Yeah.
0: yeah, Well, and then you had Hermione.
1: Yeah, and then she had Lavender Brown. She had oh, Parvati. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. she had a couple others and I was like, oh, okay, well, it looks like it's only five and five in each year, you know? Huh. all right. Which sounds crazy
0: for the amount of kids you think are in there. Well, I mean, it, it also is only a school that <laughs> handles, I think, just the United Kingdom. Yeah. You know, I mean, it doesn't seem to be, there doesn't seem to be schools in ireland or you know in hogwarts i believe is in scotland it's supposed to i think it's supposed to be in, in physically in scotland so mm-hmm. and then uh i think uh where's Durmstrang? i would say Durmstrang's probably what in probably germany or like Hung- uh, Hungary or something like that yeah you know? yeah
1: it's in the north basically
0: yeah and then uh what's the other Bo-Baton's is he's like in france apparently. yeah Beaux-Baton is in france so and then of course yeah. there's liver livermoney is that the one that's in america that's they talk about it I, in the Fantastic Beast movies. Have you seen those yet? Uh yeah, but I don't no. think I saw the first one. I only saw yeah. the second and the third. Yeah. There's like the the English the American school is called like Livermony, I think, which I th- wow. And it's funny because I think it's in I think it's supposed to be it's not in Salem, but it takes uh-huh. place I think in um the oh god, the Berkshires. It's yeah. In Ma- I think it's in the Berkshires, which is which is funny because in the X Men universe, Emma Emma has her uh, school. Her original school was in like the Berkshire so I always thought that was kind of mm-hmm. I thought that was funny that they they make the Berkshire seem to be like this uh, mythical place, but it's not. <laughs> it's it's just a it's an area of Massachusetts where there's mountains. That's it.
1: <laughs> I would have just put it in Tinseltown, be like where do you go to school in Livermore? Oh, it's in hollywood california you
0: know but i mean it would have made more sense if it was in like salem just because salem has the history of the witches and i believe the salem yeah. witches i believe the salem witches are mentioned in uh the goblet of fire when they're at the uh the the triwizard not the triwizard tournament the uh i the think world, it's, the, like it's, yeah, it's like Harry
1: studying yeah it's like harry's studying you know yeah. like oh well you know this uh which like she she got herself caught like so many times because mm. um, she uh, knew they she wasn't gonna die and she would put like the freeze flame on the burning. You oh know? yes, she,
0: yes, yep. Yeah, look at you. Um,
1: or you could have, or you could have used um, Cinderella's castle as like your study. Be like, well, while all these tourists over here, you know, get to go to the rides,
0: <laughs> right. we British have to study. Right? There's like a there's a special little door that it's almost like a platform nine and three quarters in Disney yeah. World, and then yep, you could yep. go and you can go into the actual castle. And then there's, oh, hello everybody. We're here to study Hogwarts. <laughs> yes. So this isn't good.
1: the line for thunder bowing. No, that's you good. want to go on that line. No, you have to go there. <laughs> you have to go to
0: that place. <laughs> yep. Very, that's very good. I, I'm glad we both. I'm glad we can share in this Harry Potterism. You and I. Oh yeah, it's, it's, it's always it's very, good. It's very exciting. Mm-hmm. Now, do you prefer the books or the
1: movies more? Oh,
0: the books. Yeah. Oh, a thousand sure. times the books. The only thing that is cool about the movies is that you get the visual of all the really cool things that came up in the books. Like Mm -hmm. just for me, for me, I love even seeing like the wands because I always like the design of like all the wands and how it's just, that's whoever came up with those, you know, like it's, it's just visually stunning. And then things like the triwizard cup and the goblet of fire and just the, uh, the, the prophecies when they're kept in like the glass balls and everything. yeah, It's just kind of cool all the visual stuff that you get. Um, One of the things that.
1: Oh yeah. Well, I was going to say, I kind of threw a hissy fit on half blood Prince because the ending of like the big battle of the, uh, the duel on the astronomy tower was just like, ha, we killed you. And then we just knocked out one guy and then we all took off. It's like, that's bullshit. Yeah,
0: no, it is. I mean, it, it was a lot more ambiguous. I feel in the book, whether or not like Dumbledore actually even died. I remember thinking Dumbledore didn't really die because they had made a point in this. They had made a point in the half blood Prince to talk a lot about, uh, you know, just the, 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 like the silent charms and like not the -hmm. nonverbal magic spells. And, and I'm thinking to myself. And then when, when, when she describes like the, the, the Avada Kedavra to, to Dumbledore, it, didn't seem like it was the regular Avada Kedavra, so it was just no. real. It almost seemed like it was... Like, he well, died, yeah, he died because he fell. Right, you or know that what it or was? Snape, Snape had said, while Snape had said Avada Kedavra, Avada Kedavra, he, he didn't mean it. Yeah, he was, like, non-verbally sending a spell to kind of, like, encapsulate Dumbledore and gently lower him to the ground so that he could escape, and, mm-hmm. you know... But I, I guess... that's not how they ended up playing it out but it was kind of weird i feel like it was like a plot hole in the book itself but uh well according
1: to the movie of the half-blood prince when snape shots avada kedavra it's blue it's not green so snape really didn't mean to like he you have to mean it to make it full force. so snape (laughs) can say avada kedavra and that might not have even have worked, you know, like it might've just tickled Dumbledore, you know, for all right. we know.
0: Right. And that's where he I thought fell off
1: the balcony It's like, Oh, well, he's dead now.
0: <laughs> well, that's, and also how in order of the Phoenix, Bellatrix mm. doesn't cast Avada Kedavra on Sirius. She just, she almost, I think she cast stupefied and it knocks oh, yeah. him into the veil. Like that's how he ends up dying as he goes into that veil. Mm-hmm. And so that was kind of another thing that, I liked it, though, that – I liked that there was kind of a, a definitive he died, you know? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the books, the books are far and away better than the movies. One of the things I used to always say is that, especially when, like, Pixar started really picking up, I was mm-hmm. saying they should have made those Pixar movies because you could do the animation – and have everything and you could literally do a two and a half hour movie and stuff practically everything in there because it's animation and then you can do whatever you want with animation and uh i think it would have been you know the stuff that they cut out i get like i know they they cut out a lot of the quitted stuff and a lot of Mm -hmm. people didn't like that but i understood it it's just it's it's kind of filler you know the quitted stuff is filler but they did leave in uh, they did leave in a lot more stuff towards like the ends of the movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Like the, like the later ones, obviously I think the best is probably still prisoner of Azkaban. It's actually, it was my favorite book. It's my favorite movie. Uh, mm-hmm. it's my favorite book. Sirius is my favorite character. Actually, when <laughs> my nephew and my brother went to, uh, universal in Florida a few Ooh. years ago and, they chase. My nephew bought me a. He bought me Sirius's wand, because they went to they went to Hogwarts and they went to Hogsmead and all that. And he bought the. You know, he did the thing where he bought the wand that you can actually use at the park and do uh-huh. all the spells and stuff. And my brother goes, I think I think actually my nephew said I want to get Uncle Keith a wand. And my brother was like, Well, who do you want to get? And now my nephew has not read the books. He has not seen the movies but he knows that Sirius is my favorite character <laughs> so oh, he, yeah. so he bought me Sirius's wand and when i went to when i went to california this past february we went to universal and i was able to bring my wand and do some of the spells and i think a lot of it is cuz the california one isn't as good as the florida one so i think uh, no,
1: some of the spells sorry.
0: didn't work that well but yeah, yeah it was it's a lot of fun i mean it's it, it's 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 conflicting for me because i know that JK Rowling has said a lot of kind of odd things, you know, over the years, but, um, I still love it. I love that universe. I love that world. I think it's just so, it was so imaginative and it really was like, it was a lot of fun reading. I mean, I went to a lot of midnight releases for the books, you know, and, and sat at like Barnes and Noble waiting for like midnight to come out to buy it and seeing just all the people that would come up and you know, there were a mm-hmm. lot of people that would dress and dress up and all that kind of it was kind of like a huge phenomenon. So, yeah, yeah, it's, and all, it's a good series. Yep. Yeah. And it got a lot of kids to read, which is important because kids weren't really reading that much, you know? No. So, I mean, seriously, what other books do you read?
1: <laughs> I, I don't read anymore. I listen to like <laughs> audio books now, but I would read, right. like to kill a mockingbird. And that was it, you know? -hmm. And the wrestling biographies. (laughs) Well,
0: hey, you got to read those. Yeah. I mean, come on. I read Mick Foley's book like a thousand times. Well, my mom goes, Why do you get these? I'm
1: like, The dirt, mom. The dirt. (laughs) The dirt. What's your favorite wrestling biography? Oh, gosh. Um, It's either Have a Nice Day. Okay. And it's also uh, Shattered the uh, Sunny Story. Love that one. Oh, okay. Yep. Um, and I also like the stone. I love the stone cold truth, you know, why he yeah. walked out. Yeah, and yeah, it opened up a lot of doors. I'm like, oh, so that's why. Okay,
0: hmm. The shattered book, huh? All right.
1: Yeah, that's it's like cool. basically all about Sonny being like, Yeah, I did bad. I yeah. had sex with Shawn Michaels while I was kissing Chris Candido at the same time she uh and then that dark side that dark side really makes it look bad like she's a like it's her fault you know I don't well it's why. funny too that
0: she she doesn't even show up on that like she didn't want to she didn't want to comment i no, yeah
1: no she's in jail she was in jail during that time they couldn't get to her no oh, they could get to her they can always get to when themselves. they you yeah i guess so <laughs> yeah i guess yeah but like during that time like she yeah. was in jail so it was like no way they would like they were gonna well, do it for her, i think you know? it
0: i think it also has to do with the fact that she knows that she's not seen in a very she's, positive well, she's light. guilty yeah. no
1: she's very guilty of everything you know yeah and like you know like even like Cornette, uh chris's uh brother and um mm. i don't know if it was shane douglas it was somebody else they were just like I need a minute. I need a minute. I need a minute. You know, I hmm. can't like say, I, I don't even want to talk about it right like, now. Nah, I just
0: need a minute, you know. Yeah, and it was like, well, this blows. I'm trying to think. It wasn't, I don't, was it, was it? Uh, I think it might have been. I think you're right. I think it might have been, um, uh, yeah. Shane Douglas.
1: Yeah, I think it was Shane. Yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah, he was a like, guy. need a minute too.
0: Hmm. Yeah.
1: Taz yeah. is in Bam Bam. I'm surprised they got Taz to go talk about it. They convinced. I guess they gave him a good price. He was like, oh, "Okay, I don't really do this," but um, Taz talks to Bam Bam. So I was like, "Why oh, they yeah. got Taz who doesn't come to anything?" Jeez.
0: Yeah, yeah I've been I watching. Mean,
1: you had to though. You I, had to get Taz. I've
0: been I've been watching all of those this season, and it's been really. I even watched like the Abdul the Butcher one, and I know. you know, for somebody that granted he he's got he's got a lot of problems like nowadays because yeah. i think you know he he had he poorly managed his money and everything like that oh, but man. aside from him everybody else is just god it's so like tragic oh so, well,
1: yeah but i mean but i mean i guess like that's the point of the show it's like they wouldn't be doing this unless there's a reason well. it's like it's supposed to be tragic <laughs> i think even like
0: well, the only one that's grand. still alive is Magnum TA. Like, Magnum's yeah, the only one well, alive still. Yeah, Magnum.
1: Well, Abby's still alive, actually. Oh, that's right. Adul, yeah, pad. Abby's
0: yeah, still alive. Yeah, yeah,
1: and there's nothing really go cool. like, everyone's alive in the uh, Bash of the Beach and say, actually, Marty Jannetty's still alive,
0: you know? Yep. Yeah, well, yeah. that one, you know, is gonna be to that one's gonna be Marty's gonna be terrible. <laughs> it's gonna be terrible and terribly yeah. hilarious at the same time, but
1: yeah, uh, and then back to the beach, it was like, well, it's like the brawl for all, you know, it's a bad
0: idea, this was terrible, and it's all Russo's fault. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, a lot of it is Russo, I, I you mm-hmm. know, one of the things that I've noticed over the years, too, mm-hmm. is just how, how much, like, how, how much Hogan is a revisionist for yeah. history, and Hogan will make it seem like he was not at fault, he was not anything at all, and it's just like, buddy, you you pulled this crap all the time when you were with yeah. Vince. You pulled uh-huh. this crap when you went to WCW. You were always um, pulling this crap. It's just, it is. What and it then is.
1: when someone finally says no, you throw a hissy fit. Yeah.
0: And then you're and then you're like, this isn't going to work for me, brother. And I don't you know, think they'll get Hogan. I'll be surprised if they did get him. You know, um, I mean, probably because I'm sure that they're going to make it. They're, I'm sure they're going to edit it to make it look like it's all Russo's fault and yeah eric bischoff's fault and that hogan is like kind of a you know he's an well, innocent he's an innocent yeah. party in this you know uh-huh yeah so yeah we'll see what happens so, right? so we also talked a lot about uh <laughs> dark side of the ring <laughs> yeah yeah giving a promotion giving em- a get everybody check out dark side of the ring if you haven't already yeah there's good episodes <laughs> i mean no doubt. they haven't no they do they they put on great episodes i mean I, I'm they get a good. They let a, they they get a good group of people to talk about what topic sure. it is. You know, sure. yeah. I mean, well, I remember. Wasn't the did the Randy Savage one? That's the first one they did. But did that come out? Yeah. Did that come out around the same time as the A and E biography, or was it? No, that wasn't. It was. You know what it was. I know what it was it was the warrior one. It was the one on the warrior came out uh-huh. around the same time as the A&E biography of the warrior, which the yeah. A&E shows are obviously like co-produced they're by, or produced by WWE. So they're, yeah they're not going to go deep into the nonsense, but no. uh, I, that's, that's why, why I, Dana, Dana hates um, dark side because
1: it's like, well, Dana, listen, you know, just cause WWE painted him in a, go like a uh, bright light of like oh he was a superhero it doesn't mean he wasn't the a-hole that he is oh my you god think? no
0: absolutely a thousand percent i mean you know he's a i'm sorry the, the yeah. jim hellway was a piece of shit yes, and you he know was. he was he was the kind of guy where mm-hmm. he he it, damn it they should have i mean like if you think about it man like Imagine if they had gotten Sting instead of him, you know, Yeah. and it's just and that's where you look at it, is the two difference. I mean, Jesus, Sting is still out there trying to perform and and trying to perform at a level. And, uh-huh. you know, you had a guy like the warrior who barely wanted to perform at all anyway. And I mean, could you imagine mm-hmm. the warrior doing 45 minutes with flair at the first clash?
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, another nope. thing I don't like about Dark Side, they let Dave Meltzer on. I just don't like it. <laughs> I, I know, don't right. Like it. And whenever oh, they uh, are Dave Meltzer. This, like, yeah, I'm a wrestling news observer, and I hung out with Bam Bam Bigelow all the time. Yeah. It's like, what are you talking about?
0: Yeah, but the cool thing is is that there's so much Cornette on those shows that like yeah. it's basically what? the Cornette's dark side of the ring, I feel like, but he and Cornet knows And cornet knows Cornette. everything. Cornette knows um, everything, so it's great. Get
1: him for bash and be like, I'm Jim Cornette and I hate Vince Russo. <laughs> I'm Jim uh,
0: Cornette And I'm gonna piss on Vince Russo's grave. And then after that, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna drop dead. That's <laughs> what he always says. It does. It's my favorite thing about him. I love that. So yep, you yep. know, but that's so that's dark side of the ring as well as uh superstar sorting hat. Yeah. All right, green. Time for two truths and a lie. Now, this is a fun, exciting, entertaining game that we're going to play uh, where you and I both have two truths about ourselves and one lie, and we're going to mm. say all three and we're going to try to figure out which one is the lie. Okay? okay. So, I'm going to let you... Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Um, You go first. Okay. All right. You ready? Yeah. <laughs> Do, 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 do. I gotta put in music. Again. Do, 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 do. I've performed stand-up on both coasts. I made it to the second round of tryouts to be on Jeopardy, and I made Eagle Scout the last possible day, which is the day before my 18th birthday. Um. Ooh. Explain your ex, now. Explain your thought process.
1: <laughs> um, I'll take you for the uh, nature boy, and like you know, the guy who likes likes to get down with the wilderness. So I'm gonna say that you did make it to Eagle Scout before your 18th birthday. Okay. Ooh, see, this is where it gets tricky. It's like. I know you're smart and intelligent, but I also think of you as a funny guy as well. You know, mm-hmm. I'm going to
0: say Jeopardy is the lie and stand up is the truth. Oh, ah, you are correct on all three of those. Yes. I have never made it to the second round of tryouts for Jeopardy. Uh, mm-hmm. I've I've done the, 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 the quiz online and mm-hmm. I've had trouble on it. However, when I watch Jeopardy at home, I have like a, 75% win rate. <laughs> so <laughs> I've only I answer, ever. I answer like most questions correctly.
1: I've only ever gotten um like two, um two like question, like, you know, answers. One's like, this is Halle Berry's uh, breakout performance. Like, oh, what is X Men? And then I got one final Jeopardy. It's like this 1993 novel turned into a movie. Blah, blah. I was like, oh, that's Jurassic Park. Mm hmm.
0: Dude, I had a I had a run for a while of like eighteen Jeopardies in a row where I had yeah. like Final Jeopardy, and then oh. it was and then and it was I was almost like the 2002 Oakland A's. I had this like ridiculous run, and then and then I <laughs> and then I just I lost. <laughs> I I, oh. I, did, I got it wrong, but yeah, no, I I I watch it almost every night with my brother. That's why. So
1: nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: All right, let's hear it. All righty. It sounds so depressed.
1: No, no. No. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, I've I've only hit one home run in softball. Okay. I I got arrested. Okay and do 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 do, do 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 I made high honors in high school.
0: Hmm. Okay. Well, unfortunately, I know that you've been arrested <laughs> cuz I've heard okay. I've heard I partially have heard the story.
1: And if you <laughs> want to if you want to
0: explain the story so that you can uh, uh, plead your innocence yeah. on this, I will let you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, All right. Um, but I know that, um, I'm going to say, I'm going to say that you've hit more than one home run in your life. So I'm going to say that that's the lie. Okay. And then I think that you've, yeah, you probably had high honors in high school. You seem like, you seem like a kid who works hard at your education so i would think that you had high honors so you got both of them
1: backward the oh. two of them backwards you've only hit one in all of my 13 years of playing softball i've only hit one home run wow. and it barely went over the fence it was like a jawbreaker like that just like it literally flew through the like threw up through the fence like it should have hit the, it barely like went over the top of the fence. It should have hit the fence and went back in the fair play. And I've only hit one home run.
0: Um Do you have that home run ball? I do. Yes. Good. <laughs> yeah. Good. No, that's a keeper. You got to keep mm-hmm, that. Yep. Yeah. Someone actually
1: went into the woods and found it or they might've <laughs> found the ball. I was like, I'll oh, just tell them it is, you know, uh, um i never made high honors but i did make the honor roll one time i was a special education kid i did do a lot of homework you know and i tried my best in school i graduated on time and said i want to make the honor roll one time Mm -hmm. i'll make my feel i'll make myself feel better if i make another goal for myself in high school and i made the honor roll one time second Mm -hmm. quarter junior year Mm, there you go All right. So when I got arrested, I was coming back from uh, a lake bar, basically. It's the only bar on the lake, basically, that Mm -hmm. touches Candlewood Lake. Mm -hmm. Um, We drove, I drove there, which you really shouldn't do. You should either get a ride to this place or you should uh, drive a boat there. You know, you don't drive your car, apparently, but, you know, everyone drives their car. Um, I came back. I, I was driving home. I was like, Oh, yeah, I'm fine. You know, it's only it's 2 30. I stopped drinking at midnight. Cop pulled me over, said I uh crossed over the L line. I was like, All right, officer. And he says, Do the finger. So, t- like, can you do the finger test? You know, one, two, three, four, four, three, two, one. Mm-hmm. I did that, I didn't miss a beat. He still made me get out of the car. I was like, Okay. And then apparently he said I did so poorly on the exam, like you know he like r- arrested me. I was like, all right, which I don't think was I think was a lie too, you know. Yeah. Um. So they don't breathalyze you at the scene; they breathalyze you at the station. So he waited like in like a dummy. It's like, oh, uh, okay. And I blew a zero, Keith. Mm. It lit up like a Christmas tree zero, but it should have run up. Was cop is a dumbass. Mm. You know, all the bad news is once they process you in Connecticut, you have to go to court. Yeah. So the prosecutor was pinching me on prescribed medication that turned up in my urine exam and all this stuff Mm -hmm. is go, You can't drive on that. But it's like, you don't know when I took it. So it was a mess. Basically, I actually had to get another lawyer, uh, you know, because it was like, we're not winning here. And I know I'm innocent. My mom would not make me take a plea deal. She was like, nope. They're not taking a plea deal. This is bullshit. Yeah. When I came out of the, like, when I I came down, like, just like, not my eyes down, but like, more like my head down, like, trying to look up. Mom's like, dude, what are you crying for? You didn't do anything wrong. I'm proud of you. (laughs) It's like, yeah, I had to pick you up from jail, but you didn't do anything.
0: Yeah. And you learned a valuable lesson.
1: Yeah. uh Never routing
0: your friends and always keep your mouth shut.
1: Yep. Yeah. Um, you know, it's so funny too. Like, uh, they put me in the deputies car, the cop who put the cuffs on me, didn't even take me in his car. He had two deputies drive me to the police station and one of them goes, Oh, what's your name? I was like, I don't feel like talking. You can just drive on officer. Thank you. <laughs> nice. And it's like, my mom was like, dude, you're not on murder. This isn't a murder trial. You know, well, have I never said- know, though. When I said seance, so like, when I said, like, silent, you know, like, I mean, I meant it, but, you know, this mm-hmm. is, like, Capital One, mm-hmm. you know, so I was like, okay, I'll just shut up right now, yep, and yeah. I did, you know, uh-huh. and another lesson I learned, lawyers don't come at 2 o'clock in the morning when you call them, this is a law and order,
0: pal. Yeah, usually you have to, uh yeah, you usually mm. have to wait overnight, it's a good thing you didn't get arrested on a Friday, they always say if you get arrested on a Friday, it's uh you know you got oh yeah
1: uh... but that's only on a 3 yeah but like that's not that's not really how like you know like the court works basically it's like uh, i i bailed out you know it's not like i stayed in jail over the weekend Mm -hmm. you know like i was like yep i'll see you yep bye Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so that's my story there so i never made an eye on a roll i only hit one home run and i got arrested
0: Uh, all right. Well, that's a, I mean, listen, if you want me in the, uh, court of public opinion, I think you're innocent. And, uh, I, w- yeah. I, I, I would like that to be stricken from the record.
1: Oh, it was uh stricken from the record. I didn't have to plead guilty. They dropped DUI and they just gave me driving over the yellow, tapping the L line and, um, for like a speeding, it's like a moving violation. So Good. that was the best part. Yeah.
0: Good. So now Grooney, I want to ask you something. There's a very special thing i like to do and that's explaining mm-hmm. to people poorly i might add uh movies and i want to see if you can guess which ones those are okay okay now i'm only uh, gonna give you five because i feel like uh, that's this you know some of these are difficult and you know i don't want you to be struggling too much and everything but uh maybe if you get them real easily i can throw a few more fancy out
1: there. It up, yeah okay? all right. and, you,
0: and you like to fancy yourself a movie fan right
1: for the most part yes there are yeah. some genres that i don't watch but i know of you know
0: i okay, obviously well, know the movies i think these are i, I feel yeah. like you should i feel like you've heard of all of these movies at least and probably uh-huh. watched most of them so i think you should be able to get this so the first one i'm going to give you is Uh, This is an old man plays with mosquitoes and almost kills his grandkids. Old man, mosquitoes
1: and grandkids. Oh, do, do, (laughs) do. Old man, mosquito almost kills grandkids.
0: Plays with mosquitoes and almost kills his grandkids. Oh, who is Ant-Man? It is not Ant-Man. Uh, okay. I will tell you this. It was a book, originally. Okay. And it was later made into a blockbuster movie.
1: <laughs> Jurassic Park? It is Jurassic Park, Yeah. Oh, Jesus.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: mosquitoes. Yeah. Okay, almost kills his grandkids. I think it's pretty accurate. I mean, I'm sure yeah. he probably has.
0: Yeah. Okay. okay. How about a man succumbs to peer pressure and mm. takes an unknown drug that leads to a federal agent harassing him at every turn.
1: <laughs> federal agents harassing
0: him at every turn. At every turn. Oh.
1: What is Fast and Furious? Oh, it is
0: not Fast and
1: Furious.
0: Oh. <laughs> it is not Fast and
1: Furious. <laughs> um,
0: a man succumbs that? to peer pressure and takes an unknown drug that leads to a federal agent harassing him at every turn. Is this the Hangover? No, it is not the Hangover. No, God, a uh, federal
1: agent. Uh... They have made. Oh, um, oh,
0: who is Scarface?
1: Is it Tony Montana?
0: It is not. It is not. Damn Scarface. It. Okay. Oh, fuck. all right. Hold on. Let me give you some clues here. Okay. Yeah. Okay. They okay. have made. It's a franchise movie, so they've it's made. They made three sequels. One of which was made years after the last one. Okay. He takes a
1: drug. Oh, is it Star Wars? No. What, the drug drug Star taking, Wars? what drug does he take in Star Wars? I don't know. Force juice is a, is a force drug.
0: Juice. It's not force juice. Paid. Yeah. <laughs> I, like the, I like the federal agents, but I, I guess, what, the Empire? Yeah, no. Um, oh, is this Indiana Jones? It is not Indiana... When does he take a drug? That one time yeah, he drinks that drink place. in Temple of Doom? No. <laughs>
1: oh,
0: I don't know. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm <laughs> going to give you another hint.
1: Okay, cool.
0: The drug uh, uh, is a color. There is another color of another drug that he chooses not to take.
1: Uh, the blue pill, red pill? Um... What movie is that? Oh sh! Uh, the
0: Matrix. It is the Matrix. Yes.
1: Oh Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> it's a good one, right? Oh uh, yeah. Jeez, uh, I Perfect. feel like
0: um. Okay, <clears throat> a group of colorful characters have okay. a workplace disagreement.
1: A group of colorful characters. The key the is a group
0: of colorful characters. That's the key. It's the Wizard of Oz. It is not the wizard. It's not the Wizard of Oz. Okay, good. There's, okay. there's no disagreement in that. Uh,
1: okay, but well, which way should we go? Um, <laughs> okay. colorful group. Okay, hold on. Oh, it's not the Care Bears, is it? It's not the
0: Care Bears, no. Damn it. I almost think you have it when you go, oh, because you sound okay. like you yeah uh, looking at, I'll give you a hint okay God. it is the it was really the first movie that a very famous director put out that is like a cult classic and uh it's not his biggest hit but it's like considered by many to be their favorite of his movies a group of colorful characters you yes. uh...
1: Oh, it's not Star Wars, is it?
0: It is not. There's no color. There's oh, no color, God. really.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, colorful characters. Colorful characters.
0: Um, let me see. Would you like the names of the ca- of the colors?
1: Yeah. There's sure. white,
0: orange, blonde, pink, blue, brown. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, It's Mr. White, Mr. Orange, Mr. Brown.
1: Oh, what is Clue?
0: No, it's Reservoir Dogs. Have you ever seen Reservoir Dogs? No. Actually, you know what? That actually would kind of work for Clue as well, except for... It's not really a workplace agreement. There's no Mr. Brown. No, but that would actually almost work for, if I said colorful people, who have a workplace... that, That almost works for Clue. Uh, you know what, I'm going to give you a clue, because it kind of almost no. works, so I'll give it to you. Okay, okay. Um. Okay, so, two more. Um, okay. <clears throat> all right. A troubled boy dreams about getting his first firearm, and what he'll do to anyone that crosses him.
1: <laughs> a troubled boy dreams about... <laughs> this is terrible. ...crosses him. <laughs> The many saints of Newark? No, oh God, no! No <laughs> the many okay. saints of Newark. I don't know. Tony uh, getting his first gun. Anyone that crosses him, you know, he might Good kick Lord. some ass. Um, all right, <sighs> guy dreams of getting his first firearm. Anyone
0: that crosses him, it's not Scarface, is it? No, it's not Scarface. It is not a. It, the genre of movie in this is like no. family comedy.
1: Family so, comedy getting his first gun, uh <laughs> firearm. You, mm, Maybe even holiday
0: comedy. Uh, home alone? It's not home alone. Uh, his, his dad wins a major his dad wins a major award. Oh, a Christmas story. Oh fuck me
1: well you got it you got it you got it you got it yeah you You got it i know like when you bite at it it's like oh geez i know
0: um okay so how about
1: and do i have the worst record i'll take it with a badge of honor if i have the worst record
0: here i mean it's a tough record but i mean these are difficult so you know i don't want to i don't want to say that you're you know okay No, it's (laughs) fun. All right, how about this? A group spends nine hours trying to return some jewelry. Nine hours trying to
1: return some jewelry. And it's nine
0: hours as in the length of time that the movies took place. Not the actual amount of time in the movie. (laughs) In the movie, it's even longer.
1: Stole some diamonds. Uh, No, no,
0: just return some jewelry.
1: Return some jewelry. Yes, yes. (laughs) a group of people Mm -hmm. nine hours Mm -hmm. return jewelry Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's not the magnificent seven is it
0: no it is not no this was again this was a franchise movie.
1: movie it was three
0: movies three movies nine hours long all three movies <laughs>
1: nine hours long. All three
0: movies. and they're returning jewelry it's not uh it's not taken is it taken it's not taken
1: okay
0: but you're thinking i like where you're going it is a fantasy action movie it's not 12 rounds is it no it is not 12 rounds not the mer.
1: Oh, it's not the marine. Okay.
0: No, it's not the marine. No. All right.
1: All right. It
0: is all not right. a wrestling-related movie. In fact, Ouch. I don't. I don't believe anybody that has been in these movies is in wrestling at all. so Thinking jewelry. It is one piece of jewelry that is being returned, but and there's a reason why they're bringing back this one piece of jewelry. It's not. Uh... Is it Aladdin? No, it's not Aladdin. Oh God! But this movie, one of the movies, did win Best Picture. Uh, Seventeen Academy Awards it won. Oh, altogether. Um, the first movie was selected for preservation in the United States National Film Registry. Mm -hmm. Oh, Keith, I give up. It is Lord of the Rings.
1: Oh. Turning jewelry, God.
0: (laughs) Okay, do you want like
1: one more or do you... um... Uh, Give me one more.
0: Okay, how about... This is a TV show, so change your mind around. Okay. Okay? Yeah. A family man attends therapy and many times tries to bang the therapist.
1: (laughs) That would be the Sopranos.
0: Yes! (laughs) I know. Like uh, that's like about, one about, section
1: of that's like one section of the show. Everything else is
0: all right. you're more focused it, on.
1: Is he gonna bang that therapist? I'm gonna give therapist? you one
0: more. This is a movie. Okay. All right, all right. Depressed widowed father teams up with mentally challenged woman to find disabled son. <laughs> Wait, what? Depressed, depressed a depressed widowed father. Widows teams up with a mentally challenged woman to, f- to find his disabled son. Finding Nemo? It is Finding Nemo.
1: I don't think they made a t- movie about Timmy, you know? I'll give you one more. Part.
0: I'll give you one more. <laughs> okay. uh, it's another animated movie. Okay. Uh, bullied Kid with Birth Defect proves that people are only nice to you when they need something. Bullied. (laughs) Bullied bullied kid. Bullied Bullied youngster with a birth defect defect. proves that people are only nice to you when they need something. Oh, boy. um... (laughs) Birth defect. Birth defect.
1: Bullied kid and animated. Mm -hmm. Who is Bart Simpson? No, it is a holiday (laughs) movie. Um bullied kid in the what um I don't know.
0: It's Rudolph the red nosed reindeer. Jesus Christ. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you, Keith. Thanks for playing. You're Thank welcome. You. That Attack. was a good
0: one. I like uh, that. I that. that
1: was cool. that was a good one. Yep.
0: All right, cool. Mm-hmm. I like that. That is poorly explained movies, <laughs>
1: yeah. and they're
0: very poorly. explained. They are very poorly explained. Yes, they can yep. be. They could. They, you could probably slide in a lot of answers for some of these, but that's what's that's what's fun about it is trying to find yeah. the uh, mm-hmm. right one. So good. And now, a time for us to talk about. Uh, we're gonna take a trip to Keithy's kitchen. And But this time, I'm not going to give a recipe because I've given recipes already and I want to hear other people's recipes. And this is not for me to critique. It is not for me to criticize. I am going to listen and I'm going to let you, the people, decide if you want to make this dish. Now, Grooney, I have heard that you make a hell of a mac and cheese. So I want to know, and the people want to know, how do you make your mac and cheese? Groonies, mac and cheese. Okay,
1: Keith. So I use, um, I have a, you have the pie, you have the strainer, you have all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Well, first yeah, off, all. what I do, mm-hmm. you know, um, I use uh, Barilla Barilla shells, medium or large shells, either Barilla or Ronzoni, mm-hmm. whichever ones. You know, my mom said that Ronzoni uh, breaks a little bit more than the Barilla shells. So go with the Barilla. Okay. Then I get Kraft whole milk cheese, um, mm-hmm. you know, like shredded cheese. Don't get the 2% shredded mozzarella. I get the whole milk mozzarella, Kraft shredded cheese already. I do that, and then I get um, um, Kraft Deli Deluxe uh, cheese slices, cheddar. Okay. For, uh, or Amer- Actually, it's American. Yep. So mm-hmm. here's what you do, Keith. You boil the pasta um you know make sure it's boiling and you do out al- for al dente you do nine minutes with the barilla pasta yep. mm-hmm. stir it every two minutes uh stir it ever or stir it on and off every minute or so like not every minute but um you know if it goes to eight stop stirring then six you go back to stirring with the uh, minutes on the timer <laughs> then you strain it you know you make sure the water um make sure all the water's out dump it back in the pasta with the um with the um, you know, with the boiling off, you know, and the water's <laughs> all out. Put mm-hmm. the butter in. You stir it. You stir it again for like get all the butter and make sure you got a lot of butter. You know, like you can't go wrong with butter. You know, because yep. it also makes the pasta good. Mm-hmm. Then you lay out the first half of the pasta. You spread one bag of uh, whole milk craft mozzarella shredded. You okay. spread it all around the pasta. Then you add the eight six six to eight deli deluxe slices. Mm-hmm. You do that. Then you add the top layer of your pasta. Mm-hmm. And then you add another bag of um, deli. I mean, of the um, shredding ma- whole milk mozzarella. Mm-hmm. Three seventy five for 35 minutes. Make sure mm-hmm. it's a little bit Brown and mm-hmm. presto. Mm.
0: Okay. And now does it come out kind of like, like box mac and cheese where it's like stringy, and it's real kind of creamy, or is it uh, is it like a is it really like a baked mac and cheese? Because one of the things that I've done, and I'm not a huge fan of baked mac and, but that's really kind of like the only mac and cheese you can make. It's really hard to get the consistency of like a uh, box brand of mac and cheese, where it's kind of like that craft mac and cheese style. Um, yep. And the reason being is because uh, a lot of recipes and a lot of chefs will actually make uh, they make like a it's almost like a a cheese stock beforehand where they're making like a, or they're making some kind of like a dairy mix beforehand that they do. So uh, I can see that you're not doing that. You're just going straight for the cheese and the Mac. You're, you're being as basic and as specific as possible. You have cheese and Mac.
1: (laughs) Yep. Yeah. Um, It's, it's stringy, but it's not like creamy, you know, it's very, very, cooked through it's like almost like eating like pizza almost sure. you know it's very cheesy okay. and
0: stringy but it's not creamy and now you made this for your special lady friend yes i have she approved of it she approved of it okay now did yeah. you serve it with anything else or was it just the mac and cheese in a bowl
1: it was just uh um, no no it was just mac and cheese you know okay. like uh you just scoop out what you want basically all right
0: okay yep all right so you didn't do a uh did you do like you didn't do like a kind of like a a crutch a crunchy uh topping like of either like breadcrumbs with a little butter in them or anything like that. you didn't do that no no nope oh, no okay excuse me all right well that sounds like a uh huh that it's sounds simple, like a
1: simple but it helps you get a, through the week
0: sure it's a simple one <laughs> it's a simple recipe i can i can dig it i can dig that um i know for me i do perform i do prefer to make like the roux and then also add in the milk and the cheese together and kind of, I'm also kind of a, and I've explained this before is that I'm, I'm a bit of a snob when it comes now to cooking. Uh, That was one of the things that the pandemic kind of happened as I just became now. I don't really want to do that kind of thing. So now I do a lot of um, like I shred my own cheese. So what I'll do is I'll go down I'll buy, and I usually do different types of cheese. Like I'll get cheddar, but I'll try to, I'll usually get like a sharp Vermont cheddar and then I usually get like either a Gruyere, or I'll get like a, a Swiss, or sometimes a Gouda, you know, depending on whatever it is. And then I kind of mix it a little bit because I like the different flavors of the different cheeses once they kind of mix together. And then um, I I also go sometimes for different styles of macaroni as well. I don't necessarily go for the elbow macaroni. Sometimes I get shells. Sometimes I get rigatoni. Uh, sometimes uh, I'll go and get. Um, either like fusilli or uh you know just kind of like a nice like the the curly q ones you know i like those because i just think that it it adds a little bit different to it um uh, i i love it with shells actually it's it's really good with shells i do like that but uh cavatappi yeah. is cavatappi macaroni is kind of like the one that i get all the time cavatappi yeah. yeah and then what i'll do is you know i start off with making a roux which is just the flour and the the flour and the butter. And then I add milk and then I add, like I start adding my shredded cheese to it. And that's where it kind of creates like that. Uh, that almost like it's, a, it's almost like a dairy cheesy soup almost. And that's what you add. And then I add in the, you know, I'll add in the macaroni and stuff. And then I kind of pull in the rest of the cheese and everything. Um, I have done it with out baking it and it kind of still, congeals together into almost like a bake so it's like you really kind of just you have to bake it almost but then what i do is i usually take some breadcrumbs and i'll toast them in with some butter in a pan and then i kind of like sprinkle that on top and that's what like it's just the topping to give it a little bit more crunch because i like the texture of that so but uh i can i can dig yours as well you know and that's one of the things i love what are, are there any other like are there any other grooney specialties that you're good at
1: um You know, like I cook sausages, you know, the Vienna sausages, um, you know, specific brand and stuff. And just like cheeseburgers. I got to learn to make more stuff, you know, for myself. But Mm -hmm. I just make everything the way I want it. And that's
0: the way Grooney wants it. Hey, and if that's the way Grooney wants it, that's the way it's going to be, right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Uh, Now, Grooney, I think we have some time. Okay. And I think and I think the world wants to know. Yeah. Certain interview questions that I have for you. Okay. Um so if you will indulge me, I have okay. a questionnaire by the great Bernard Pivot on his show Apostrophes.
1: <laughs>
0: now Grooney, tell me, what is your favorite word? <laughs> oh god. <laughs>
1: I feel like it's fuck.
0: It's okay.
1: It's gotta be fuck.
0: What is your least favorite word?
1: Um stupid. Nobody's stupid. You know, we all make mistakes.
0: Okay. What turns you on? Boobs. <laughs>
1: Jesus Christ. I'm a boobs guy. Okay. Yeah.
0: What? <laughs> what turns you off? Cock. Mm. <laughs> Sorry, what turns I just, off. I just had to say that because you said boobs. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Um
1: people who think they know it all.
0: Mm. What sound or noise
1: do you love? Oh, sound the sound or noise that I love. Um who The sound of a bat, you know, like when you hit the ball, you know, because it Mm -hmm. looks like it's a great, it looks like it's a great hit, you know, sound of a bat kitten.
0: What sound or noise do you hate?
1: Thunder. Hmm.
0: Okay. Um, Well, you already answered this, but again, I'll ask, is there any, I mean, if your favorite word is fuck, uh, do you have another favorite curse word? (laughs) Bitch. Yeah. Bitch. <laughs> I feel like everyone's just like a
1: bitch sometimes. I'm just like, <laughs> stop being a bitch. Uh, but I will say my favorite phrase
0: is "too sweet." Okay. Um, what profession, other than your own, would you like to attempt?
1: Color commentary.
0: And what profession would you not like to
1: do? Be a cop. Okay. I always feel like I wanted to be a cop growing up. I was like, I can be a police officer. You know, they're all nice and friendly. Then you watch, like, you know, all the stuff. I was like, uh, I don't want to do all that paperwork and uh, 48-hour nonsense. Nope.
0: If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Welcome, my son.
1: Okay. Or the chosen one, you know? <laughs>
0: And I have just some questions here, written by the great huge asshole on his show, Behind the Sphinx Door. So, Gruny, what is your favorite way to insult a person? Hmm. Hmm.
1: Favorite way of insulting a person. Um. Oh. Um. impersonating them
0: oh jesus i'm sorry <laughs> oh that's your favorite yeah. okay yeah okay yeah, that's yeah. Okay, no okay. but um, like, i'm um, like i you impersonate like, you all the no, time
1: no no but like it's not insulting to me because like yeah. you know i can laugh at these things but like yeah. you know there's like this one guy at work he's in huge eagles man oh by eagles you know and yeah. um he really sounds like this it was like he's like Oh well, they don't. They tell me they don't want me to do this, you know. Blah blah. He sounds like Kyle's cousin, mm. on, and he's not Jewish, you know. Mm. It was horrible, and Sheila, you know, by by Eagles, they played really badly. Your Eagles sucked. No, they don't, you know. The referee, they were throwing up, and it's like he finds a way for them for them not to suck, even though they do suck, you know.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um what was your worst vacation?
1: Oh wow. Yep, got one. Twenty fourteen. Um my grandpa fell and um uh, my mom couldn't go with us to Hilton Head. So me and my uncle we went. It um it was windy, cloudy, and a little bit raining. It, uh, raining except for one day and the whole like trip like really sucked. You know, we felt like we were trapped in the hotel room and the hotel area forever. 2014, spring break.
0: What would you say is your least favorite holiday? Do, 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 do,
1: do. Mm-mm. Oh, wow. Um. New Year's Day.
0: Hmm. Okay.
1: All right. Well, it is an extra day off. It's just like, oh, you know, I feel like it's like, uh, it's New Year's Day, you know. I'll uh, now back to work and then you know it's still dark out and it's January. January's like a crap, I would say like my worst month. But I don't like January.
0: Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Okay. <clears throat> um what was the most embarrassing thing you've ever worn?
1: Ever worn? Ever worn? What did I ever wear? That was not embarrassing to me, but, like, I guess, like, uh, they wanted me to change from it. I had a WWF Attitude, like, wrestling shirt on. I cut the sleeves off of it. Well, my friends did. I tried wearing that to work, and um, it was sleeveless. And my boss was like, no, get a uniform. I don't know you wear this, you know? I was like, okay, sorry. He goes, no. Yep.
0: Okay. What music would you choose to play every time You walk into a room. Ooh.
1: My Way by Lim Biscuit. Okay. Straight up grunge or like rock and roll. But if I had like a song, my entrance, like, you know, it's My Way by Lim Biscuit.
0: If you had a chance to invent a country, what would you name it?
1: (laughs) Groontopia. Welcome to Groomtopia. <laughs> okay. Come on, say it, Keithy. Say it in that way. We- welcome say in that to Groomtopia. <laughs> you would have to give, like, the entrance. You know, like, every time a plane comes in, welcome to
0: Groomtopia. You're going to do the voiceover. Welcome to Grootopia. Please check your bags. <laughs> yes. And last but not least... What is your most favorite time of the day to make business or take a poop? Ooh. <laughs> you know, I'm going to say
1: around... Um... You know because like it does come around that time uh, I'm gonna say like now eight 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 thirty nine o'clock in the morning because like I have my coffee around like seven ish you know like on uh, my way to work and it comes back around that time
0: I love it and do you and you always poop while you're working yeah of course Good. you know always poop on the clock yes <laughs> excellent <laughs> okay well Grooney it has been a pleasure and a thrill yes, to have you on today. Is there anything that you would like to plug? Well, besides uh, Nation
1: Invasion on the Place to Be Nation Wrestling feed, I also do a podcast called Extreme Resurrection. Me and Steve Riddle are deep diving episodes of ECW on sci fi when they brought it back on sci fi from 2006 to th- 2010. We are going to be live wa- live watching one night stand 2007. So we hit a really great point in uh, the direction of ECW um, and that's all going on and uh, like uh, as far as nation invasion goes, I had Steve on as my last guest. We covered the infamous Booker T. Buff Bagwell match from Tacoma, Washington, mm-hmm. and we were, we we will question if uh, Buff got the Buff got the uh, was the scapegoat there, you know, because it didn't seem like anything was wrong, and you know they just fired him. So, well, uh, you know, uh, we'll get to the bottom of that as well and why everything went wrong there. And uh, you know also back to back Tacoma show so that's pretty much uh, What I plug you know I listen to extreme Resurrection and nation invasion
0: All righty. well thank you So much for being on this week and I really Appreciate it and uh, every- Please everybody check out everything that Grooney does because he is one hell of a guy He is a cool cat in my opinion Yeah so, thanks, Again Steve thank you so much for me having, having Thank you so much for being on today I appreciate it
1: Thank you pleasure's all mine and thank you For having me
0: Alrighty, that'll do it for this week on the A La Carte with Keithy, episode number eight. Thank you so much for joining me. Once again, I want to send a thank you to James Gruny Grunberg, good friend of mine. Maybe I pick on him a little too much. But uh, then again, maybe I don't pick on them enough. I don't know. You be the judge. But please, everybody, don't forget to listen to uh, everything that we have here on the North-South Connection Podcast Network. We have so much stuff, so much wrestling content, so many wrestling podcasts, uh, Carnoso Monthly. We have the WWE War, which is uh, Wrestling Above Replacement. We have the GC Dub, a game-changing podcast, New Gen on a Mission, Wrestling War Zone, Extreme Three-Way Dance, Ruthlessly Aggressive. And then, of course, we have uh, a lot of other... Great shows on here. Um, the Jenny Position, one of my dearest friends, very close personal, longtime friend, Jenny Smith. Of course, the Jenny Position. She does talking docs, talking pop. Uh, she has tons of stuff on her on her feed. The Jenny Position, and of course, we also have uh, anything you can listen to with Alakarta Keithy, no holds barred. And don't forget, I'm also on the Multiverse of Fabulousness. That's uh, Johnny C's show, and it's a great show as well. Anything Johnny C has as well on his feed, please listen to. Too. And of course, you can always catch me on GFA Live with my bestest buddy in the whole wide world, PD Winston. That's GFA Live. That's greetings from Allentown. And of course, please listen over on the Place to Be Nation pop feed. You'll hear me doing the Place to Be Nation uh, pop, pop, pop video jukebox song of the day. Excuse me. I'm always on that. So there's lots of good content out there everybody is working so hard for your entertainment and uh give us a shout out and you know make sure you comment on whatever whatever commenting thing you can do and if you want to reach out to me on floundera 24 is uh, my twitter handle flounderay24 i believe is also my instagram and you can find me on facebook please let me know what you think of the show I love criticism, I love constructive criticism, not just telling me how much of a dickhead I am, but tell me what you think, and of course any feedback would be great, so thank you so much for joining me, and we'll talk to you real soon, take care, bye bye everybody.